0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
1: The following is a paid program. The views or claims made are not necessarily those of W.I.L.K.'s staff, management, or sponsors. It's time for Laurie and Lynn. Local talk to start your weekend right. And now, Laurie and Lynn on W.I.L.K. Good morning, everybody. You're listening to the Laurie and Lynn Show. Good morning, good morning on this lovely, well, it's Thursday morning while we're, while we're taping, and it is raining cats and dogs. That How too. about it? Mm-hmm. Get, and the visibility on the highway is, like, really I know, low. I know. It's scary. And you know that I told you that.
2: Yes, there was some moron.
1: Yeah, moron <laughs> cutting me off. So Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Anyway, he doesn't know who he's messing with. Like, well, apparently not. <laughs> no. But anyway, here you go. Here we are. Thank God, knock on wood, safe and sound. So, how was your week? What's happening in your week? Oh, uh, my week was um, crazy. I'm
2: still in the process of moving. You know, I'm I'm clearing out twenty some years worth of stuff in my office, mm-hmm. and actually more than that because I realized as I was looking at some things last night. I brought things with me from the previous office just simply because I didn't feel like going through them. So I brought them with me and they stayed there another 20 years. (laughs) But I had, I actually had a small metal box that had, filing cards in them of different colors some pink some yellow some green and they had some significance at some time i don't know what they were but then behind them were the names of all of my clients on little cards uh-huh. that i can see it was my mother's handwriting when my mother worked for me that was a gazillion years ago and i said oh my God! look at her handwriting it's fabulous oh. so I had to get rid of them. I mean, I just, there's no point because everything is now on the computer, but it was just an amazing trip down memory lane as I'm going through all this stuff. So still more to do, um, but I'd say I'm probably 70% of the way through and I can get this done. But with the weather over the next couple of days, I don't see myself moving anywhere because it's gonna be pouring. Mm-hmm. So maybe early next week. Yeah. So that's help. been- Let's
1: hope. That's been a lot of work. If this were colder, would all this stuff be? Yes, because it's really yes. coming down. I'll it say. is. It is. So indeed. tomorrow night we have um, our um, first show of the 2018 season, a year for Broadway. And, uh, well, you'll be—you'll actually have listened to it and it happened, but it's still going on on Saturday today while you're listening and Sunday, um, a Chorus Line, and so we'll have gone to posh and to the <laughs> and to see the show. <laughs> while you're after, while you're listening to us today, we'll have yes. done that last night. Yes. What did you do during the week? I know we were out yet last night. We, we did. We went out with friend.
2: a friend, and uh, we had a, um, a nice dinner at Alfredo's. We uh-huh. should give them some shout out. And. Um, what else did I do this week? I can't think of much of anything. Well, Monday was a holiday, Yeah, so you were off, right? Yes, the stock markets were closed mm-hmm. on Monday, so there was nothing to transact. But I was just trying to get my um, my back muscles back into shape and to give them a rest after hauling boxes and boxes of things and yeah, from you those- know, just picking them up and moving them is just a lot. So I, I did that, but we didn't really go anywhere. Um, we didn't do much of anything at one point i think it was on sunday i just said i have to get out of the house i can't stand being here anymore and my husband was still engrossed in the olympics oh yeah and i just said i have had enough of the skiing and the ice skating and get me out of here so i went some places and just errands things you know ran around but it was just such a nice day it was a beautiful day so um, I think one of the local sports cast or, or uh, weather people said that it was going to be a perfect winter's day. The sun would be out, 42 degrees. I said, that's that's my idea of winter. Mm-hmm. If it would just stay like that, I All could be okay Yay with me. the whole thing. But unfortunately, that didn't happen. You
1: know, on this show, as you can tell, we, we um, and those who are listening, is that we think we can... We we always predict what we think it should be, right? Oh yeah. yeah. Weather-wise, perfect. Right. It's yes. Yeah. It's if you listen to us, you'll be in good shape. With that. Yeah, that'd be <laughs> nice.
2: Yeah. And then uh, on Saturday, I got a, a phone call right as I was on my way out the door, from a friend from way long ago, and this is about the the great value of networking. I met with a woman who was with a P.S. Bank. Um, last summer and I was telling her she said that she lived in Tawanda and that that is really uh, the footprint of where P.S. Bank got started up in that area in uh, that area of Northeastern the, the farthest Bradford corner yeah, she, yeah okay. Bradford and I forget what, or no no the other one I forget anyway up there in the in the corner right at the We're, state border right in that area And I had mentioned to her that um, I was on the board of directors of an organization that was headquartered in Tawanda that had to do with um, regional development, Um, bringing business in, doing all kinds of stuff like that, with a man who had been the executive director, whose name was Phil Kous, K-O-O-S. And I hadn't seen him or talked to him. In probably 25 years and I always respected the man because he was a true optimist who thought that he could do anything and get anything done in that area of the woods because he had a PhD from somewhere in Georgia and the guy was really smart about how to put government money together he knew how to package it all and get grants and stuff like that and then I was off the board and I lost touch with him and she said to me that she knew um she remembered him she knew who he was so on friday saturday afternoon i got a text message from her telling me that she had just spoken to phil coos and had given him my phone number because he was thrilled to know that she knew me and wanted to reconnect And I'm telling you, it wasn't five minutes from the time she wrote the text that my phone rang, and it was Phil Coops. Isn't that nice? I I love that. That's wonderful. And I just, (laughs) I had a wonderful chat with him, and I promised him I would call him back. And then I realized that he is a true NASCAR fan and so sunday was nascar races and i thought i can't call him back on sunday because i'm sure he's glued to the tv and so um when monday came around i forgot so i I still i owe him a call but i just wanted to do a shout out to my friends at ps bank and say thank you for making that connection because it was really nice to hear his voice what does
1: he do now he's retired. retired
2: yeah Okay, And when I asked him how he was, he briefly said he had some health issues, but he was doing okay. So I'll have to get back and find out what he's doing. But he's living in the uh, D.C., Virginia area with his son, who's um, a partner, I think, at Deloitte. So he was thrilled with his son's uh, progress in the career that he chose. And so that's where he's living. That's terrific. So, yay. It was just nice. That's wonderful. 25 years that I haven't talked to him, and it was just so nice to hear his voice ah see how things work yeah it it wasn't even facebook Lynn. well actually it was facebook how (laughs) because well because i did a search on facebook about about six months no uh, him about Mm -hmm. six months ago because i thought maybe he might be on it and i saw this guy's name came up and it said philip coos spelled exactly the same way so i thought well maybe it's him but so i sent a Uh, uh, request to connect and I got back the fact that no that I'm not I don't live in Tawanda but he said I am his son (gasps) I said oh cool Right, just let him know, you know, that I was looking for him, and I kind of let it go. I didn't, I didn't say anything because I didn't really know what his condition was. Right, I didn't know if he was okay or whatever. So then, when this woman called, I said, "Oh, it's just wonderful it's, that yeah. it put it all together." But that was just really nice mm-hmm. to hear from
1: someone that I haven't heard from in a yeah, long I love time. When stuff like that happens. It's yeah. the best feeling, isn't and, it? I, and then you feel like you're that age again. And you oh yes, it's it all wonderful. You right to those those good thoughts. Especially Especially if they're good thoughts. Yeah. Aww.
2: And then uh, using LinkedIn a couple of months, at least maybe six or eight months ago, I actually connected with my former college roommate. There you go. And that was really cool. Good. That's 40-some
1: years I haven't spoken to her. Wow. There you go. <laughs> the wonder of it all. I know. Well, I want to yes. tell you the wonder of this. What? what? having a little pre-Oscar party. Oh, uh, uh, really? At Posh. Yes. Uh, Joanne, um... Arduino and Brenda Bistoki and Julie Jordan and I have for years, well, Joanne and I for years, did the fashion show that we did every every, every, every February, and then we did this sort of variety show with these two great female impersonators who came in the last oh, two yes, years. Oh, yes, I remember Well, that. this year, instead, we were going to go back to the fashion show, and we tossed and turned and hemmed and hawed and decided that we were not going to do that because josh mast at posh was interested in doing some to talk to dolly woody was the executive director of coleman and wanted to do some little pre-party oscar small get together not small but short period of time Mm -hmm. in the afternoon late afternoon before the oscars so we all three we all five connected and we all got together and we so this party is actually happening there were invitations sent out people don't understand it necessarily because it's you know different but than the last couple of years, but it's called Posh Pre-Oscar Party. And it is presented by Toyota of Scranton. They are the presenting sponsors. And it is, it, there will be a pink carpet mm-hmm. as you walk into Posh. It is Sunday, March 4th. It is $50 a person. It is at 4 o'clock p.m. to 5.30 and there's going to be 12 celebrity bartenders. It'll be at Posh, obviously, at the Scranton Club. So they will, they will. Your when your reservation will include gourmet appetizers, cocktails to include wine, beer, and a Coleman signature libation that will be served to you by 12 local celebrities. We have Jack Martin DJing. Okay, Frankie Regan is bringing his. Um, his photo booth. Mm-hmm. We have Mark McGlory from ECTV will be there as I, filming me as I interview people coming in. So it'll be re-aired on ECTV. And um, it's going to be a really fun night. Just a couple, like I said, a short period of time. Great bartenders. So I'm going to try to, off the top of my head, to list them. Mm-hmm. So we have Kathy Reppert, who's going to do it. Na- our own Nancy Kamen. hmm Frankie Gervasi. Mm-hmm. um um, Michael Woodard from Lavish, Katie Gilmartin from Nod and Company, Tony Bartocci from Posture, Megan and Greg Gagoric from Toyota of Scranton, um, Edwin Velez from um edwin is the lead singer of picture perfect Mm -hmm. um who else we have see i know i was going to forget people so i shouldn't even have said (laughs) that or write it down probably people that i asked and did i keep saying they're the same people yes but oh and then we have two doctors dr john farrell and dr christine polycare who are radiologists they're both going to be there and i have one more that i did not mention are you sure terrible i i have 11 on my fingers that I'm oh, well, you're counting. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so so you have to remember who that that uh, um, right. 12th person is and give them big you Well, know. you have time. We can do a whole section next time on yeah. that one person. I know, because I can say it next week. But if you'd like, you call 570 9- 947 or go on the Coleman website and you can get information or show up at the door. It's $50. It is 4 to 530 on March forth at posh and it's called a posh pre-oscar party presented by toyota Grant. and it'll be a lot of fun a couple hours and you'll see many of your friends bartending and having and that, a good time um, that's a fundraiser for coleman coleman foundation oh, okay. yes okay nice as we say there'll be a nice piece in the paper next wednesday patrice mm-hmm. wilding and and faith have done a nice uh, faith go lay beautiful piece for us on that and so we're happy and excited and like i said who can say no to mm-hmm. Foundation. Don't say no. No, but um, is it, uh, did I understand what you were
2: just saying, that there would not be those female impersonators? No, 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 no. That's
1: that's what we did the last two okay, years. Okay, so that's not No, What I explained is what will happen. Okay. No Jack Martin, Frankie um, Regan drinks food and the celebrity, your friend's celebrity yes. bartending, uh, three bars throughout the downstairs level of posh. Now, are people expected to be glammed up? They could come if they yes. want to. I mean, we used to say that for the last couple of years, to do, but that nobody really, I mean, some people did, mm-hmm. but we used to do this cute thing, a take on Miss Pink Elegance. It was so cute years ago, the best pink dresser-upper. But anyway, certainly you can come as okay. glammed as you want or come as casual. It's a fun party. Okay. So we are going to take a quick break. You're listening this morning to Laurie and Lynch We'll be right back. It's Saturday morning with Lori and Lynn. Now back to Lori and Lynn.
2: Good morning we're back good morning how are you i'm good how are you fine my name is lynn evans i am the uh let's see what's my current title i am the managing director of women of substance which is a financial planning firm designed for baby boomer women i'm also the host of a podcast called power of the purse
1: available on itunes stitcher and google play and i'm laurie cadden the owner of Laurie cadden enterprises which is a fundraising pr and special event business and our guest expert today is actually a guest guest expert. Yes,
2: guest guest <laughs> yes. Uh normally we would have some folks here from Fidelity Bank, but Fidelity Bank has asked us to allow um one of their favorites to show up here today and speak about what she's doing. So her name is Kristen Cozen and she's the executive director of Meals on Wheels of Lackawanna County.
0: Good morning, everyone. Thank you for having me. Thanks. All right. Thanks to Fidelity Bank, their wonderful community-minded organization. Yep. We love them. I'm sure you do, and Mm -hmm. they must obviously love Love you you, because here you are.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So you've got some really exciting news to share with everybody about
0: the progress of Meals on Wheels in Blackwood County. Tell us. Yes, we are really excited to announce a new endeavor. Um, We're In the next coming months, we're going to be opening a really exciting um, event, banquet meeting facilities, specifically for other nonprofits and human services agencies to help support their missions, raise funds. Um, It's going to be a beautiful, um, we're going to call it um, mechanical chic, very um, modern organic space that could seat up to 200 people. Um, It's going to be a great facility that really... Our executive chef, Chef John, you know he—he's mm-hmm. wonderful, and everybody who's um, worked with him loves him. Um, we're going to be able to provide nonprofits and a supportive alternative to last-minute fundraising events, meetings, programming. We're going to be able to expand our programming, mm-hmm. um, new meal and nutrition programs out of this space. So we're really excited. This has been a long time coming. And you've already got a commercial kitchen in there. Yes, we do. And we, so
2: I didn't I didn't know that until you mentioned that to me earlier. I didn't realize that all that is done there. Yeah. I thought you were using different facilities. I didn't realize you had a whole commercial kitchen, but is that, co- that commercial kitchen going to be capable of doing 200 meals
0: absolutely every day right now you do Um, how many now (laughs) starting when they they start to arrive before 5 Um, a.m sometimes i'm in at 5 a.m but never usually not before um but we do about 800 meals on any given day Mm -hmm. if not more and that's not all prepared at the same time is it yes It is? Yes, we start our delivery. We actually are supporting programming in other counties now in Monroe Mm -hmm. County. Um, So we begin sending out and prepping and cooking all of that in the morning, and at 7.30, the first set of 400 goes out, and then the next set of 500 goes out an hour later. Wow. Kristen, I, tell everybody, too, because
1: I think it's important to know, in case people don't fully understand how many meals a day,
0: the weekends, the holidays, how does that work with Meals on Wheels? Oh, it, it's now it's a well-oiled machine, machine, you know, and then you throw some snow in the, that machine. Yeah. But we, yeah. we, we make it work. Okay. Um, no, we deliver, um, our organization, we deliver five days a week, Monday through Friday. So we have clients who may receive five meals a week, 10 meals a week, or seven meals a week for the weekend. So we'll actually deliver a set of meals on Friday for the weekend, whether they be frozen or bag lunches, um, you know, what they prefer or what the referring agency um, says they need nutritionally. So every day, Monday through Friday, Friday, excuse me, um, our volunteers and, and team of drivers, because I have over 150 volunteers who rotate throughout the year, throughout the month. Some do twice a week, some do once a month. Um, But I have seven drivers that go out every day Mm -hmm. and and they deliver to our volunteer pickup sites, but they also deliver their own meals. So we we logistically, we have a whole fleet of of minivans and, and commercial vans that go out all the way up, you know, all over. Northeastern in Pennsylvania. Bradford it's a, County and all the way up there well, we in go Montrose. Monroe. Well, we go to Monroe right now and we go all the way up to the border of um, Wyoming County. We go up to the border. So we're we're delivering specifically in Lackawanna County. Mm-hmm. Um, we'd love to expand our services in the coming, um, our delivery services. But right now um, we just deliver in Lackawanna County individually. Okay. Um, but that's a 500 meals a day. Kristen, I, how do you get wow. your funding primarily to, to enable you to do this? So, um, we are a mix of funding sources, mm-hmm. um, whether that be state or federal pass through through the state contracts under the Older Americans Act that, that mm-hmm. provides for nutrition for seniors, okay. whether it be for homebound seniors or those who congregate at senior centers. Um, the other form is uh, insurance, private pay. We have clients... Um, maybe their children or their, their nephew or nieces are out of town and, and they pay for their loved one to receive that. I, I never knew so that. Yeah, knew and that. anyone yeah. can receive that. Wow. So imagine you're going on vacation mm-hmm. and, and you have a, a family member you're taking care of mm-hmm. and you're not quite sure that they're <laughs> eating the way they should. You could order Meals on Wheels for a week and we'll come and deliver every day and we're going to see you. Um, yeah, so see, that that's, that's the other part. We're going to see you. We, we need to see you. We need to see your face. Mm-hmm. And, and we need to talk to you. So we're doing that wellness check. And that that's a huge piece of oh, it. Oh, it sure is. And it's so wow. good for
1: the... the, the, the Clients who are lonely and homebound, who don't see everybody, like commercials, you see that, and they see they're their only other human they may see in the day is is
0: being delivered their food, right, Kristen? That's so important. It's really one of the most important. You know, Chef John and his team strives to just do, you know, this homemade fresh roast beef and, and yeah. roast turkey, and yeah. he, he, he puts comfort all his love. Comfort foods. Mm-hmm. But yeah. it's, it's the other, it's that comfort for the soul, which mm-hmm. is our volunteers are really in touch and know their clients my drivers know our clients we know our clients and and that's really important because we can tell when something's not right not right Mm -hmm. and and you know that that's a real some some people they're the last member of their family or their family is too far away Um, you know we've saved lives we've um, people have fallen we've had to call emergency services and it happens more unfortunately it happens more often than we'd like Mm -hmm. Um, but it does happen and and you know I always say that you really have to want to do this um, because everybody who does it really loves what we do and we have a passion for it.
1: It looks amazing because did you ever notice too and i don't know what it's used for Kristen. you know how you go down if you if you're on wyoming and you would in front of the building and you would make a left on olive your garages
0: and all those is that yep. where all the trucks pull yep. in and out of <laughs> yep. filled, I think every morning Yeah, <laughs> every mm-hmm. morning it starts at about the first van goes out about 8 15 and then the next set um starts coming out around 9 15. so these are uh,
2: the meals that they are taking out at eight fifteen 15 or 915, yes. these are considered to be lunch or dinner? Lunch. Hot, lunch. hot lunches, yeah. Okay, all right. Which is the most important day. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. I think that's really, really? neat. Yeah.
0: And, and one of the programs, we have a wonderful um, uh, program, uh, Treasured Friends. So we actually deliver pet food. To clients who have pets no kidding and, and yeah no i'm a pet lover um yeah, anybody who knows too. it yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you have fur or feathers you mm-hmm. know <laughs> um but what people don't realize and and the research is out there and, and you can find it is it it really does lower the blood pressure mm-hmm. it, Absolutely. It, it lowers anxiety um it, it creates a reason or a motivation to move Hmm. In the mornings, and and when you need to be moving more a, as you age, and and we start getting a little more sedimentary, um, all of those things are wonderful things. Well, if this is your companion during the day, what are you going to be inclined to do? You're going to share your food. Yes. Oh, my wonderful turkey and my yes. stuffed chicken press and another. my and, and your and That's true, your best friend is sitting <laughs> there God. staring at you. Well, our meals are designed to feed you, and are, are designed by our dietitian to really meet the nutritional needs of, of our clients. Yeah. So the Treasured Fred, uh, Pet Food Program lets us deliver
1: every with month. Their meal,
0: right? Yep. We we send out either with their delivery one day a month, okay. or we have a special delivery every. group that grows out and big box of food for that month, um, based on what the pet needs. We receive donations from wonderful the employees at Allied, um, our supporters who give through our Amazon wish list, mm-hmm. um, grant funding from Meals on Wheels of America, from Banfield Trust for the pet food program. So many people have supported local foundations. Schwartz Mac supports our our pet food program. Because it's really, it's it's to it's quality of life. This Absolutely. is what it's about. The, that's a wonderful yep.
1: thing. Kristen, what about local companies that um, are food uh, brokers, whomever? Do they support you oh, guys yeah. too? We, do they we, can, good. Yeah, that's so wonderful. Important. We
0: have great supporters in our food so it's vendors. So Kind donation other yes. than the cash donation exactly. as well. Exactly. We or, get good. both. We, and, and that really helps us support. Um, because we do, look, as we age, we want uh, quality of life. Right and you know there's so many things that are uncertain about life. So if we can help provide certainty of just those two things that you're going to get this hot meal and your your pet's going to be taken care of or you know that somebody's going to check in on you, maybe mm-hmm. help you bring in your mail. If we could provide that little that it, lower that anxiety, makes yes. aging yeah, in place just that much easier yeah that's really great
2: i never knew that about the pet food or about the private pay thing either i think that's that's wonderful it's a wonderful thing to
1: know because see this is why this is great because i never knew that and i didn't know how many meals a day you you served and i didn't know which one it was (laughs) so that's interesting to know but actually that makes the most sense when you think about it. you're there at 5 a.m getting Mm -hmm. all prepared and so lunch makes that you should eat your biggest meal at lunch anyway so that's a great great Mm
0: -hmm. deal and, wow. And, and really, because of the nature of the operation, you almost have to do lunch. Yeah. You right, know, because you're in in the out, morning,
1: you'll never get yeah. out sooner, unless you're there all night, which we don't want to do, right? Just <laughs> no.
0: Well, there, you know, we put in a lot of hours. That's why things like the space at Olive, I have this wonderful large kitchen. So to be able to support other nonprofits, make it easier for them to do mm-hmm. events to make it easier for us and generate additional revenue. That's a win-win for us. Mm-hmm. And we know what it's like to have to put on an event mm-hmm. um, when you're doing it in-house mm-hmm. and, and you may not have um, the resources, just the the people. Yeah. Or so to be able to offer this space and we can be understanding and, and we've been in your shoes, mm-hmm. right? And we, we really believe in, because we're client-focused, we're mission-focused. So year they're going to be our clients too you know so when wonderful organizations come in like coleman or women's resource or voluntary action center mm-hmm. or telespond um if we can help you have an event and a meeting uh, we're going to do it because we understand yeah well tell everybody how they can get
1: in touch with you Kristen, or for that matter meals on wheels to either arrange a private pay mm-hmm. or to
0: be on your list to help out um well we are all over the place so our phone (laughs) number is i have a wonderful social media director chris she she makes sure we're out there so our phone number is five seven zero three four six two four two one so again that's five seven zero three four six two four two one we are on facebook Meals on Wheels, Community Services of NEPA. Check it out. We're having a purse bingo in April, oh, April on 15th. Eye. I think I do a great one, but <laughs> 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 um, yeah. I do love the handbags. Um, so we are on Facebook, Twitter, Meals on Wheels of Community Services, NEPA. Um, we are on LinkedIn, and our website is Meals on Wheels, org and you okay. can check out a preview of the space at olive um our new fi- uh, banquet facility will be thespaceatolive.org or thespaceatolive.com there we go okay. Perfect. that's great thanks for
1: joining us thank you thanks for, for the information yes that's very Learned good a lot and i'm going to cut out a little early so um lynn's going to cover our next guest it'll be dr barbara plucknett one of our faves around here and uh, so we'll be right back you're listening to the laurie and lynn show Here's
2: Lori and Lynn.
3: Good morning. My name is Lynn Evans. I am the Managing Director of Women of Substance, LLC, which is a financial planning firm specifically devoted to the financial needs of baby boomer women. I'm also the host of a podcast called power of the purse, which is available, I guess, or you can listen to it on iTunes, Stitcher and Google play. And, uh, Laurie had to step out for a little bit. She might join us in a few minutes. But our guest expert today is Dr. Barbara Plucknett, who is the owner of Advanced Gynecology Associates in Scranton. Welcome, Dr. Plucknett. Good morning. How are you? Fine. How are you? Great. Thanks. So what are we going to talk about this morning? Well, you know, I thought it might be a good idea to do a little bit of a uh, revisit on, you know, what type of practice we are, what types of folks we like to see, and what different problems that we can help. Um, you know, there's always, some, there's always new topics on the horizon of what we could possibly talk about, but I think every once in a while coming back down to the basics of, you know, what kinds of things do we like to help people with um, is sometimes a good thing. Um, yeah. You know, we see. I see a lot of things still, you know, coming through my doors that I feel like if people had only known we existed, maybe they wouldn't have waited so long, or they wouldn't have had to struggle so long. Um, they might mm-hmm. have been more comfortable um, with, you know, their problem being treated. And and that that you know mostly surrounds the topic of prolapse. Um, with you know that is a dropping organ, you know, a uterine prolapse or a bladder prolapse, even a rectal prolapse. More specifically, um, you know, the vaginal wall prolapse. But I see a lot of um, weaknesses in the pelvic floor. So the vaginal walls become weak, and that allows for things to bulge through. Um, For instance, the bladder to drop or the rectum to pooch up or the uterus to fall. Um, And, you know, most significantly, matter of fact, just this week, I had a gal whose uterus was completely out. And so you know that that happen. Yesterday, she's been dealing with this for a long, long time, and and I only wonder: had she known that, you know, there are things that can be done for a dropped bladder or a dropped uterus that would have prevented it, number one, from getting to that point, um, but number two, would have prevented her from having such discomfort for so many years. Um, mm-hmm. And I know it sounds terrible to the layperson who never, if you've never had one or you don't, or you know, don't even know of one, it sounds like, oh my God, how could you ever do that? But You know, if if you had a family member who had the same problem and they put up with it and now you're that same family member and you're going to put up with it, maybe you don't know that there are other things that we can do. You know, there's some simple Mm -hmm. things that we do like using a pessary, which is much like a diaphragm, um, which is just a device that sits in the vagina that holds up whatever organ it is that's falling, whether that be the bladder or the uterus. And if it's fit appropriately, people shouldn't know they even have that device in their vagina. They can have, uh, Mm. if it's a ring pessary, they can have, um, you know, they can do it themselves. They can change that themselves with just a little bit of soap and water. Um, If it's a a more difficult um, or more strategically uh, shaped type of pessary, sometimes that can't be done um, with just uh, soap and water and doing it yourself. Sometimes you have to come in and we have to do it for you. But still, it, it relieves the problem. And you no longer have to deal with all of that. You know, worst case scenario, when the uterus comes all the way down or the bladder comes all the way down, some women even have difficulty emptying their bladders. And so they'll feel like they want to go, but they, they just can't go. Um, and that can be a problem because when you don't empty your bladder, you can put yourself at risk for infections. Yeah. And so, you know, what they, they are, some, what are some of the other symptoms that um, women might want to know that that's what's going on? That it's so, not just age. Yeah. So oddly enough, women tend to use the same descriptive words uh, when they're describing a prolapse. Most women will tell me it feels like they have a tampon stuck the wrong way. And I just think that oh. that's curiously funny that yeah. we, you know, people have the same sense that it just feels like the tampon is in the wrong way. It's stuck. They feel pressure. <laughs> they feel um, something odd down there. Other people yes. will tell you they feel a bulge. They actually feel a bulge. They may feel uh-huh. like a ball when they wipe so that the skin actually comes right to the opening of the vagina when they wipe. People mm-hmm. will feel something move when they sit down. So, for instance, when they sit down, the bulge goes back up in, oh. which gives a curious sensation as well. Mm-hmm. So, you know, people describe all kinds of different sensations, but I, I, like I said, they do have a commonality to them when they describe that. Um, so it could be that, you know, it's something that is just not what you think it should be. Um, And we would gladly just take a look and let you know what it is that we see. Now, if we see a bulge, but you have no symptoms, you don't have to do anything about that. It won't mysteriously or magically fall out. It's not going to progress uh, to anything severe over any short amount of time. Um, these things tend to take a long time to progress. And sometimes we just opt to keep an eye on it. But at least you you know, have had a conversation and you know what those options might be. We do a lot of surgery for prolapse. Uh, matter of fact, we're the only um, person in the area that's doing prolapse surgery. We do a lot of robotic prolapse surgery. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I think that people have a wonderful outcome when they are, you know, after having had their surgery. Um, It depends on what is coming down, whether it be bladder, uterus or otherwise, as to what surgery we do. Um, But the robot, which is, you know, helps your laparoscopic surgery, um, it makes for an easier recovery for the patients and they don't have to deal with all of these symptoms. I have lots of women that tell me, my gosh, I can't believe how easy the surgery was and I can't believe how much better I feel. Most women are going home same day from their surgery. And so Mm -hmm. they're really not having, you know, they're not in the hospital. They don't have large incisions to recover from. um, They just have, um, you know, the little small incisions, and their recovery is so much easier. So, like, what's the difference in this? I mean, from what to what? Uh, let's say traditional surgery would require you to be in the hospital for 48 hours or something like that. 48 to 72. Mm -hmm. And And then, of course, traditional surgery tended to have um, an incision, which was very difficult to recover from. And then mm-hmm. laparoscopic surgery, minimally invasive surgery, shortens that to either a same day or at worst an overnight, depending on how you felt. The recovery time frame is still six weeks, but the the way in which you feel during that six weeks is so much better. Yeah, and the surgery, does it take as much time robotically as it would for you to do it manually, or whatever you whatever and, the opposite is? You know, they've looked at that in studies, and they've shown that you know, as you get to be more experienced with. Um, the robot you do tend to do a faster surgery uh, you know mm-hmm. there are still people that can do a very skilled vaginal hysterectomy or you know things of that sort in a shorter amount of time but I don't think that mm-hmm. the uh, the depth of the procedure that the, the, the uh, you know difficulty with the procedure is the same in that that particular case. I would say we we are very uh, you know we have done a lot of work in this field um, and we've got pretty good results as far as the surgeries go our times are You know, say, for instance, it's about two hours total for a procedure for, you know, hysterectomy, things of that sort. It's less than, it's about three hours if you start doing multiple things during the same procedure. And again, most people are home by the end of the day and quite happy to be there. Well, you know, with the full disclosure thing, you know that I had one of those procedures done. And um, I was, it, it just amazed me that I, this happened midday where I had the surgery. I, you know, took some time in the, um, what's that room where you go to with, so you wake up? <laughs> the post-op. <laughs> Thank you, the post-op. And a recovery, whatever it was. And then I was transferred and I stayed overnight, not because there was anything wrong with the surgery, but because they actually discovered that they thought maybe I was having some heart arrhythmias and they wanted to keep me there overnight. But the next morning when I was, when I woke up, I had absolutely no pain whatsoever, and I literally walked out of there at 11 o'clock that, that next day, and I had to have somebody drive me because they wouldn't allow me to drive, but I drove over to, with my family, we drove over to a Panera Bread, and I sat there and ate an entire meal like there was no difference. It was it was the most amazing thing I'd ever been through. It really is. And obviously, so knowing that, you can imagine how difficult it is for me to understand that women are not you know, seeking treatment because maybe they don't know that there's treatment for things that are truly troublesome to them. Yeah. You know, I've had a lot of significant prolapse uh, patients this week, uh, just just this week, where I think, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, if only you might have known. You know, it would have been so much be- better for you to have had this done five years ago, um, yeah. rather than having to got to the point now where it's so much more complicated for them and so that yeah. was what prompted me to say hey we probably should speak out about these things again the other thing that i see a lot of is is incontinence or leaky bladders where you know there are there's lots of great in and out same day procedures for stress incontinence and now even urge incontinence. Um, you know, of course, we need to evaluate which one you have, but there's some easy procedures that can be done that really make a difference in people's quality of life. You know, yeah. people don't want to have a pad. People don't want to be smelly. People don't want to worry that they're smelly, even if they're not. You know, it's very intimidating to anybody to worry about that stuff all the time. And there are so mm-hmm. many different things that can be done now that are easy to do and, you know, have minimal um, time off of work that you can feel better about yourself and not have this as your ongoing problem. Yep. Yeah, those are all good ideas. Um, and why, why would someone... Well, I think you already answered that question. I was just going to think outside the box here, but why would someone live with that rather than go and see... Like The recognition of the fact that there's something different, all of those symptoms you just mentioned, would indicate to me that there's something not right there well so is it just that women are afraid to talk about it is it that they and like you said that they've lived with it because somebody before them had the same situation and lived with it but how do you get this information out there that you don't have to live with this Correct. So that's why, you know, I think that either they've been afraid to ask the question, they've not been in a situation where they felt comfortable to bring that up. Nobody wants to talk about their dropped bladder or a vaginal wall or a dropped uterus. You know, it's bad enough you have to go see a gynecologist or even think about going to see a gynecologist, but to have to talk about those things is difficult for a lot of people. That Mm -hmm. coupled with the fact that now everybody says you don't need to go for your exams, but every couple of years, so people aren't coming in anymore. And mm-hmm. I think that the combination of events is such that nobody's taking a look there anymore. Nobody's got the opportunity. you're not in the room, you're not there to say, "Hey, do you see this or or I you know might say, "Hey, do you notice this?" Um, because that kind of contact isn't coming into play, or they're having their exams done with their primary care doctor, and they may not want to bring it up in that that atmosphere. so there's there's mm-hmm. a lot of different reasons why it may not have yeah. come up in conversation. Um, you don't I, I have yet to figure out how to put a good billboard on the highway to say, <laughs> hey, come talk to me about your prolapse. Um, I, I can't figure that one out yet, um, but certainly would like to, because I do feel like we I just need to get the word out that, you know, you don't have to struggle with any of these problems. We have so many things that we can help you with. Yeah. Well, I think if anyone who's listening is in the advertising business and can come up with some brilliant idea <laughs> for how to get this out there, please call Dr. Pluck. <laughs> That's right. How to advertise tastefully, right? Yes, exactly. Strategically and little... tastefully, so yes. don't offend anyone. But there yet the go. message gets out there that you do not have to suffer with your dropped anything. <laughs> <laughs> I could just. I'm sorry. That's just so funny. I could see that just what you said on yeah. a billboard. You're dropped anything. Oh my goodness, that's funny. All right. Well then, let's uh, let's find out. Let's tell everybody rather how they can get in touch with you. So, we're located across the street from the Regional Hospital in Scranton on Jefferson Avenue. We're in the mm-hmm. Physicians Building on second floor. Um, so, uh, feel free to come by and see us. Our phone number is 570-344-9997. Um, you can also look at us on the web at DrBarbaraPlucknett.com. Um, we would be glad to see you and tell you what we think and offer you some options for your care. And that's P-L-U-C-K-N-E-T-T. Yes, indeed. Thanks So everybody make sure. Okay, all right. And thank you, Dr. Plucknett. Appreciate your giving us this important information. Difficult to explain and to talk about, but thank you so much for letting everybody hear about this. And that'll be it for us. Um, you're listening to The Laurie and Lynn Show, and as Laurie would say, be nice, and we'll see you next week. Thanks. All righty. Bye. Thank you.
1: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy,